Welcome to Radio Trivia Podcast Edition, episode 54. I am broadcasting slash recording um, from um, a new computer. Hopefully, it will sound just as good as the old setup. It's mostly the same setup, but uh, there's some new onboard audio devices, which hopefully aren't going to muck things up, but let me know if, if uh, you don't like it. Sounds good. Um, and uh, with me this week, as, as you just heard, is, is Nick Demola. How's it going, guys? You've been on the podcast before, right? I've been on RFN number of times, but this is uh, this is my first radio trivia. So I'm, I must admit, I'm very excited. Wow, I didn't I didn't realize that. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, welcome. I'm glad I'm Thank glad to have you, you on. Uh, Nick is the very awesome PR coordinator and and, and resident <laughs> Reggie kickass person uh, of of, uh, of our website. So uh, good times. Sir. And uh, so uh, we both picked a lot of the games. He knows all of the games, I think. Or is there one you don't know? Maybe? All but all but one. All but, all but one? one. Okay. So, so um, should be a good lineup. Um, I don't know what else to say. Enjoy. Yeah. we'd start with something um soothing because last week was full of very high energy uh songs yes yes it was <laughs> that one really hopped all over the place so it was interesting yeah i guess it did sort of pick up in the middle yeah it had a nice juxtaposition there from uh, the beginning to the middle so it was good i'm glad you approved because uh the second one's a little more upbeat question it's your question i don't even know the answer to this one in the game boy advance remake what was the name of the world added to the middle of the game it's a big hint mm -hmm. 
Are you asleep yet? <laughs> no, sir. But I will tell you that was a, that was a pretty telling track right there. Definitely uh, mixed in some of the the other two games. Uh, I'd say pretty well yeah. into that uh, yep. overworld theme. So, so uh, what, what was that third song? That was uh, that was from like the treetop. Uh, yeah, I th- sounds about right. So uh, this game is Honky Kong Country Three. I'm sorry, Donkey Kong Country Three. <laughs> And what was the crazy subtitle on that one? Dixie's D- Dixie Kong Quest, I think. Yeah, something wacky like that. No, no, no. <laughs> the second one was Diddy's Conquest. The third one is Dixie's like Triple Trouble or something. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like the second one was like Diddy's Conquest or, or wait. D- Dixie Kong's Double Trouble. I'm sorry. All right. God, <laughs> too confusing. <laughs> ridiculous subtitles. It's a third one, but they have the word double in it, even though it's the third Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> well, I'd say this is probably the, the least appreciated of the, the Donkey Kong yeah. Country games uh, easily. Yeah, um, I guess, I mean, some people feel it's kind of phoned in, uh, but I, I liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. I, the soundtrack is maybe a little too laid back. I'd forgotten just how like how um, slow-paced a lot of the songs are, compared, even compared with the other Donkey Kong Country games, but um, yeah, I thought the the other two were definitely more had like a more uh, sinister feel to them almost, and this was definitely a lot more laid back. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I, I like this game a lot too. It wasn't my favorite one, but I definitely still appreciate yeah. it. Now the Game Boy Advance remakes kind of became more and more bastardized as they uh, as they continued to release them. Um, mm-hmm. Now I, I reviewed the second one, which was fairly authentic to the you know to the original but they kind of mucked with it a little bit near the end now the third one has a completely different soundtrack on the gba right right what the hell yeah i think they changed a (laughs) whole bunch of stuff on the third one they they messed with like boss locations they added a whole new world which was actually the trivia question which was pacifica by the way um why there's just I don't know why they messed with this one so much, but they even changed like, I think like the save caves were replaced with like something with Cranky, maybe to keep with the other games. But I don't know why they mm. decided that they needed to change the game so much. It's weird. And maybe they realized they weren't going to make a new Donkey Kong Country, so they figured they'd sneak it in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and it was a bad idea. Um, I, I agree. I don't know. We may never know the reasoning behind that. I, I'm not familiar with Donkey Kong Land 3. I don't know if this is like a lot of holdovers from that. I have no idea. Yeah, um, yeah I'm not familiar with Donkey Kong Land 3. Yeah. It's actually the only one I haven't played, so I can't really say. Yeah. Uh, all I know is that I played it at E3 the year before it was going to be released. I remember playing it. I even had my headphones. I plug it in E3. I'm listening to it like, what the <laughs> hell? And, uh, and so uh, it was an unpleasant surprise. Yeah, I would say definitely stick with the uh, virtual console release if you are yeah. looking to experience this one. It, so. it is out on virtual console now, isn't it? I'm, I'm fairly certain. I think they're all out now, yeah. Um, yeah, I think they are. And I, I mean, that's a great series. Uh, I don't know, there's still some controversy whether the, the graphics have held up and uh, well, know. if you're using an HD TV, generally speaking, the Donkey Kong Country games don't look as good, um, right? Because because the rendered pre-rendered sprites just do not scale up very prettily. Uh, no. compared, I mean, compared with hand-drawn sprites and stuff and stuff like that, it just and the same is true for I guess uh, Super Mario World. I'm sorry, Super Mario, uh, Super Mario uh, RPG. RPG. See, I'm right. a, I'm being stupid again. <laughs> I'm tired again. Um, yeah, Super Mario RPG. Um, you know, I mean, I. I think I've played some of it on my original SNES using my HDTV, and it looks weird. Yeah, yeah it does look very weird. I, I recently played Mario RPG. The, well, I, I think I posted in the forums that Chessa got me the cart uh, back for our anniversary, so I had to pop that in and play it. Mm-hmm. It definitely did not look the same as yeah. it does on a regular TV. Yeah, I mean, um, Donkey Kong Country is actually one of the early... Um, Virtual console games, and I remember I uh, wrote an impression. I wrote the um, the recommendation the for recommendation. it, and someone on the talk about the thread was bitching about how um, like, geez, you guys need to play these because they aren't actually like authentic. They aren't really 
you know, looking like they did on the SNES, blah, blah, blah. And, and we resp- I responded, or maybe Johnny got ahead of me or something, but the response mm-hmm. is like, actually, no, if you plug in your Super Nintendo, that's how it looks. It's just yeah. that uh, these game, this game in particular does not hold up well. If you plug your Wii into an old-fashioned TV, it'll look awesome. And it, yeah, and it does. Exactly. I, that's what I did. It looks great. So yeah. uh, if you're looking for a reason to, to keep an old-school uh, TV around, it's it's for these classic games. Um, yeah, definitely. So. definitely. Um, and they're great games. So if you haven't played them, I definitely suggest it. Bust out the old TV. Bust out the SNES if you have it. Hook up your Wii to it and definitely go for it. So. Yeah, I mean, go for it. Heck, I, I mean, old-fashioned TVs probably have uh, component video nowadays. Um, probably. If they even sell them anymore, they probably do. Um, I'm sure they do. So, anyway, we should probably move on to the uh, next game. Uh, Donkey Kong Country 3 was requested by uh, Nick as well as uh, James Charlton, who asked for oh. it a long time ago. So I th- <laughs> thought I'd give him a nod too. Um, so let's go on to the second game. at the same time. Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. Nick's uh, falling asleep to his own song choices, <laughs> by the way. Um, so do you want to read the question this time? Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, 
In this game, the silver sword can be found beneath which giant tree? The big one. not possible to be falling asleep after that one that's for certain excitement <laughs> excitement i'm excited because that's totally something that would be from the series oh no doubt no doubt and uh would you like to reveal the uh, title of this game ease. i mean ease um, <laughs> made by falcom punch <laughs> falcom falcom but- the real question is, what, uh, you know, which one is it? There's like only 8 million remakes of this game, so. Yeah, <laughs> you figured out it was Ease Books 1 and 2, but which one is it? Uh, this, this is the DS one, which I'm impressed at how it still sounds like a souped up Turbo Graphics game. Yeah, it really um, does. But I mean, that's good and bad, I guess. Uh, definitely it is good. that, that yeah. original vibe, so. Yeah, I mean, that's better than, than having it sound like totally generic, like. The way I liken it too is like a lot of developers when they went from the NES to the Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. they started using these really generic sounding MIDI instruments, mm-hmm. and it sucks <laughs> versus like the eight bit NES stuff. And like yeah. Cap, like it was really nice when like Capcom threw in a little bit eight bitty sounding stuff in like their Mega Man X or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think Nintendo was really guilty of that, but a lot of other third parties really bombed it in. Anyway, uh, we're talking about E's book. It is pronounced E's, right? Not yeah. Uh, as far as I've ever known, it's yeah. E's. Yeah. E's books one and two, which was released uh, what about about a year ago? Maybe less than a year ago? Nine months? I want to say it was this year. Maybe maybe I'm really. Not... Yeah, I, okay. I reviewed it, so I yeah. You know, I, I don't remember. It's... it's a fairly recent release. It isn't that old. No, um, not at all. I mean, I, I remember hearing people talking about it while I was in Japan, so I knew it was released, around, released while I was still there. Um, right. But in Japan, I think it was released as two separate it was, games. It was released as two separate games, so we, we got a good deal over here. Yeah. Um, now, uh, this is kind of a controversial version, isn't it? I mean, in terms of the control yeah. scheme, right? Very much. I mean, they, um, they kind of dumped the original, which was what made this game kind of unique, was the just walk into the enemy to attack them right. kind of you, control you, scheme. You have that option, right? It's like the, there's, there's you do, but button it's, versus touchscreen controls, right? Right, yeah. The, the original is kind of saved for the touchscreen, so you can't really walk around with a D-pad and do that uh, similar to how you could have done it in the Turbo Graphics. Um, so if you want to go with D-pad controls, you're kind of stuck using the uh, Legend of Zelda, original Legend of Zelda Link to the Past-esque control scheme um, which the game isn't really designed for so yeah it's it does make it significantly easier but on you know on on the other hand it is i think more wait, accessible wait, that way wait the having a button press for a sword swipe makes it easier uh yeah F- far and away I, I almost question how someone could beat it with the touchscreen controls i mean the touchscreen controls are where you run into the character the baddies and it attacks for you right Right, except, see, the way you do it there is it's... Uh, this may be a product of how the touchscreen controls work and not so much the concept behind it, mm-hmm. because it's really slow, so it kind of lags behind your movements of the of okay. the stylus. So what it winds up doing is you, you pretty much get stuck and guys tend to beat the crap out of you when you use the touchscreen. But when you're with the D-pad, you can kind of 
swoop in, whack them, run away. Yeah. And, you okay. know, rinse, repeat. So. Hmm. Interesting. It's, it's very, uh, very controversial. So automat- automatic fighting makes it harder. That's, Oddly that's enough. counterintuitive counter <laughs> there. Uh, very much. Very I guess much if you're so. running into someone's face and it doesn't register as a attack and you just get hit, I can see how that, that could be a problem. And there was some hit detection issues too, which kind of caused problems with that. So if you got too close to someone, you could wind up getting stuck on them and there's no break between, like there's no uh, like momentary invincibility or knockback to kind of keep you from so, infinitely being hit. So, so maybe you, have, you can't answer this maybe, but... Would you recommend the Virtual Console release of this instead, or not? Because it has the classic controls, but perhaps since it's D-pad, not touchscreen, it works better. Um, yeah, it's you know it's kind of a. This is one thing I really struggled with when I reviewed it, and I'd say that they almost serve different markets. Uh, I'd say if you're really like a, a big Legend of Zelda, original Legend of Zelda fan, go for the DS version. But if you're kind of interested in what uh, Ease is really all about, or what you know, what made it a unique title, uh, go for the Turbo Graphics okay. one. So, well, there you go. Both are available to you on Nintendo systems, and that's uh, I don't know how much you can find DS game for, but I think that the uh, the WiiWare or not WiiWare, the Virtual Console releases pretty much. It's a pretty good deal, isn't it? Like eight hundred. Yeah. I think it's eight hundred. Yeah. So yeah. it's pretty cheap, and the so. the DS version I think is. Maybe down to 20 retail now. And you get that uh, swanky soundtrack we just heard a few minutes ago. Now, do all copies come with that, or is that just pre-order copies? It, it's original print, but it's an Atlas game, so every copy is an original okay. print. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so check it out. Um, and I know, you know, awesome music on, on both platforms, so Absolutely. don't worry about it. Um, let's go on to the third game, selected by uh, Insane Lord.
strong feeling I know what this series is, but not certain yet. All right. Well, this question should help you out then. When adventuring solo, how do the special stages change? Sonic the Hedgehog 2? Indeed it is. Yes, it is Sonic the Hedgehog 2, one of the games that has perennially been bumped off the playlist. Um, this is maybe the fourth or fifth time I have selected the game for Radio Trivia. Um, so, uh, yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, one of my favorite games that I didn't own until it came out on GameCube. In the, in the uh, mega Same collection. Here. Same here. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, good good memories of going over to a friend's house and, and playing the hell out of the game. You know, um, I think that's so, how it went down for all the Nintendo guys. I guess so. <laughs> but uh, no hard feelings. Uh, but truthfully, the Sonic games are pretty much the only thing I liked on the Genesis. Um, yep. and, and it remains that way, even though I have access to plenty of them now via the virtual console. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, so, uh, the Super Nintendo is, I still feel, the superior to oh yeah, oh yeah. So. Uh, Send your hate mail to uh, <laughs> both of us. <laughs> so, but Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is a good time. It's really where Sonic uh, got its stride. Uh, the first one was an interesting experiment. I don't think it really holds up all that well now. No. But Sonic 2 is an awesome game. It remains awesome. I um, agree. I know that um, Santa Lord, who, who originally requested the game, uh, wanted me to pick the Casino Night Zone music, but okay. uh, I I wound up uh, using that um, in the special Akihabara the Super Potato video, so I felt I should select something oh, that's else. Right. That's right. Um, but uh, that said, uh, it'll probably be in the background. And um, I mean, this, this game had a lot of really good music. I mean, so did the original Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, that's one thing I did hold up. What does hold up well? Um, and I, it's kind of interesting to see how. Uh, this music has sort of changed in Sonic games over the years. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, it, in some ways it's the same, but in some ways, it, I don't know, it, it's gotten too overboard with the vocals. And, I the don't know, vocals I, just... I, you know what? You know what? I, I can't even talk to that anymore because I probably haven't played a Sonic 3D game since uh, Heroes. So... No. And, the, well, and the DS Rush started going downhill because they started using these voice samples and yeah. they looped those over and over again. So... The GBA had awesome music, but uh, yes. the DS it didn't have such good music anymore. Nope. Um, so, yeah, well, too bad. Yeah, that's, it's that's at least the DS games are still playable on the other Well, ones, I only so. played the first DS game. I, I haven't okay. played the second one, uh, which is, I think was made by a different development team. So, is it? Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't think Dimps made the second one. So right. it's um, it's very much in the same vein as the really? first one. So. Okay, well, that's good. So, but yeah, Sonic I Dog Two is you know. Many people think the best Sonic game. I would, um, I, I would say Sonic 3 and Knuckles is the best one, but I have a lot of respect for 2. Yeah, 
I, I think two is probably the. Uh, it's. I think it's where Sonic hit stride, and I think yeah, it's. It's maybe the most iconic. Right. I, I agree with that. So. Yeah. I'm sorry, Sonic CD lovers. It's. It's a decent game, but no way is it the best Sonic game. Um, I. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, um, it had an awesome multiplayer mode. Um, I really enjoyed the little multiplayer battles. Um, was that the could, racing? Was it, I can't remember now. Yeah, you, you, so it was split speed. Well, both 2 and 3 had split screen racing, but okay. for some reason 3 had unique looping tracks versus 2, you were playing through pretty much the real levels, which I thought was a lot more fun. Yeah, and, that was fun. Um, and there was some interesting stuff, like if you hit the a special block, you might switch places or you might hurt the other player. So there, there was some interesting stuff going on there, too. Um, you know, I vaguely remember all that. Yeah. So, so... And uh, so one thing about Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is that um, maybe not everyone is aware of this, but you can play as Tails without Sonic. Um, and just really? do, You can do, yeah, you can do single player without a friend as just Sonic or as just Tails. And when you do that, um, the special stages, in my opinion, get easier because... Um, it's kind of designed with this thought, well, you have two characters going to be collecting rings. So they raise the bar on um, how many rings you need to collect to progress through the special stage because they're like checkpoints. Right, right. And if you play alone, um, I think they bump that down fairly significant. I want to say like 10 or 15 rings per um, checkpoint or something okay. like that, you know, roughly. And uh, the number That's... of rings you, you don't pick up because you don't have Tails or Sonic behind you or in front of you, whatever, following your lead, mm-hmm. uh, negligible, negligible, especially since yeah. they'll, they're more likely to hit the bombs and lose the rings. So um, That's interesting. I never knew that. That's a, real, that's a really good tip. If you're having a lot of trouble at the special stage, you've never been able to get super Sonic, um, one thing you can do is, is just play as Sonic alone. Uh, now, if you play as Tails alone, you will not become Super Tails or whatever it was called. So you can still collect all the emeralds and beat it. And it, actually, in my opinion, that's maybe a better way to play it, because as much as I love Super Sonic and I wish that they did Super Sonic in 3D games outside of scripted areas, um, it does kind of break the game. Right. Um, so. But um, I guess the challenge is so hard to to unlock that. Well, I mean, that's relatively. Once uh, you're over. Uh, supersonic and you just want to collect all the emeralds to, to beat the game properly you might want to play as Tails but you're you're listening to a guy who loves Tails and uh, and tends to uh, just like with Luigi he's the sidekick and, you know, <laughs> so uh, but Tails plays just like Sonic and Sonic 2 and uh, Sonic 3 um, all three characters have their own unique things which is really awesome but that's a different game <laughs> so uh, I'm rambling let's move on mm-hmm.
I would love to hear that song perform live. It sounds like there's like a harpsichord and a tuba and a violin. It's crazy. Um, are you imagining some like um, Bavarian um, <laughs> folk band something, playing this? <laughs> something along those lines. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on to the next song. By the way, this is not Pilot Wings. <laughs> Does give that vibe off, though. Yeah. So um, here's the question. Ooh, a very helpful question. DMA Designs, creators of this game, went on to develop what blockbuster title?
That's a pretty recognizable tune from that game, I'd say. Well, I never played the game, but um, I can see why Johnny really likes at least the music from this game. To quote Johnny from a few episodes ago, very Stevie Wonder. <laughs> um, nice. I like yeah, that. Um, this... This is a game I don't really know that well, but I will say that it was selected a couple of times by Johnny when he did the live version of Radio Trivia way back when. Uh-huh. So, uh, Space Station Silicon Value... God damn it. <laughs> Stuck in Spa- J- Japan. <laughs> Space Station Silicon Valley, which is a real place, sort of. Um, kind of. <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to say now? Damn. <laughs> It's... Anyway, anyway, I would always guess it whenever Johnny uh, hosted uh, and chose the, the, the songs uh, without me knowing. Mm-hmm. You know, a couple times we've done the, kind of the reverse, right, Rhyme right. in the Dark. I have a tendency to guess this game because I know he likes it, right. but I don't remember what the music sounds like. <laughs> I didn't remember what the music sounded like. So um, now it's been used, so ha! Um, <laughs> Beat you to it, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. That's nah, right. so, I love so, this game. It's a really, really great game, and it's actually um, it's very much a precursor to DMA DMA Design's other pl- blockbuster title, which was the trivia question, uh, Grand Theft Auto Three. Uh, right, and we're not. You know, this came out after the first one or the first two, because the, the first two Grand Theft Autos people forget about them. They're just overhead. Yeah, uh, pretty different games, frankly. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, so, so what's the concept behind this game? I'm sorry. Um, all right. Pretty much the concept behind this is you are a little computer chip and you possess um, robot animals on this crazy space station you crashed into. Um, so every level that you're given, um, there's like a bunch of different animals in the level and you're given a bunch of different objectives. And pretty much you need to utilize the the strengths of the different animals to uh, defeat the other animals and eventually like most of the objectives are like take possession of this animal or um, you know gain gain access to this building or you're you're a computer chip you're a computer chip so you're you're like in a robot uh, named Evo when you crash and you're with this other guy um, and uh, Pretty much when you crash it like destroys the robot but the chip that's like his brain so to speak is still good so you can walk around as this chip but when you're not in in another robot animal like you lose health and uh you'll eventually die oh oh so these animals are robot animals right so pretty much you you kill them which kind of disables them doesn't destroy them and then you're able to kind of hop out of the animal that you just stole into another animal, which is kind of the GTA wow. link, so to speak. Um, yeah. Okay, well, that's interesting. Um, that is an interesting concept. So this takes place in outer space on a space station. Right. No humans. It's all just sort of automated. right. Just these robot animals, and it's uh, there's like a bunch of different environments on the space station. You know, there's like snow levels, and there's like inside maze levels, and there's outside farm levels. It's it's really. Uh, really varied and interesting game so so was the idea that like the humans have died off but these animals are still around you know i can't remember what the premise of the story was exactly uh it was probably something pretty inane i i don't remember what it was but whatever it is there's a bunch of animals that are completely unattended on the space station in outer space so don't ask me (laughs) all right that, that makes no sense yeah, not so, at all, um, not at all. But I will. I actually, uh, I did bust it out today just to play a couple levels before I, you know, before we started talking about it. And man, it looks like crap on my TV. It looks. I, I, I think it looks like crap in general. I seem to yeah. recall uh, <laughs> uh, this coming up when when I had this discussion with someone else about the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it, my understanding, it kind of like Buck Bumble, or I mean, these games that yeah. were really interesting games on the N sixty four. Had to sacrifice a lot to, to you know, because this is kind of an open world, fairly expansive type type of uh, game, right. and and kind of like with F Zero, 
X where like they did bare bones to, to get the frame rate up, you know, they kind of do similar kinds of things in this game. Yeah, um, it's right? very So uh, you don't think it would hold up well if they put it on a virtual console? You think that would be a, a kind of a bad move? It would look poor, but the game, the like I was, I actually wound up sitting there playing for like a half an hour. It's, it's still really addicting. It's still a really good game, but again, uh, kind of like with Donkey Kong Country, I really suggest not playing it on an HDTV <laughs> uh, if it ever does come out on a virtual console. Otherwise, you could probably, I would guess, find this game on eBay for like a dollar. Yeah, if it does come out on virtual console, the, the resolution will be upped, uh, which right. should make it a little more passable on HDTV. Correct. But uh, I don't think that's going to fix the textures or whatever no. model uh, you know models are, are so crude in that game. Right. Um, but, so Space Station Silicon Valley. Um, so why is it called Silicon Valley, then? I don't know. I have to assume it has something to do with the fact that you're a computer chip and they're animals with robot parts. I don't, I don't okay. know. <laughs> it okay. doesn't make sense to me either. <laughs> doesn't take doesn't take place in San Jose. Okay. No, no, sir. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, that was Space Station Silicon Valley or top value, as, as I wanted to call it a little while ago, Japanese uh, supermarket. So, um, on to the very last game. got the jazz of the last game with with the absurd energy of uh ease yeah that sounds about right to me question sure why not uh, what piece of information must you travel back in time to recover great scott <laughs> gigawatts
Awesome choice. Awesome choice. Great song. Now, does that song selection tie in with the um, the question? Uh, actually, the last one does, I believe, yeah. um, pretty pretty closely. Uh, but before we get there, oh my god, this is a skip game. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> especially that first song. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wooey. Uh, for uh, for though, I think I mentioned this on a on a podcast already. If not this one, RFN, but. Uh, yeah, Captain Rainbow was, was played. I'm not <laughs> yes, going to say like, who played it because it wasn't clear, but it was played during E3. <laughs> oh, and um, this sounds kind of similar. Yeah, 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 it does. It does. So this is, um, drumroll, Chibi Robo. Chibi Robo. Awesome game. Awesome An game. underappreciated game for sure, at least outside the internet realm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, quite a few people on staff just love the first one for the GameCube, mm-hmm. which is the one. That, this is that one. This is that one. Yes. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, uh, Chibi Robo, your little robot going around helping people, getting happy points. Is that <laughs> happy points, right? Yep, happy um, points. Correct. All right. Um, and there's a lot of bizarre crap in it because it's a skip game. Yeah, um, pretty much. And that. I only played a little bit of it. Uh, I played it at uh, Daniel Bloodworth's house. Uh, Daniel Bloodworth's house a little, and watched him play it for a while. Um, so, how much of this was like sort of gutted for the localization? I mean, there's some bizarre crap, at least based on the soundtrack that I'm listening to here. Yeah, it's um, uh, it's uh, probably the least bizarre of all the skip games I have. Gift Piat on the GameCube and Captain right. Rainbow, as we mentioned. Thanks to you, good sir. And, uh, uh, no problem. <laughs> it is definitely the least bizarre. Well, I mean, I guess you can't really count like the bit generations and art style right. games, but those are pretty. The, at least the DS ones have been pretty bizarre. And wrong, right? But um, as far as their kind of normal adventures go, this is definitely the most standard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can at least understand the concept of, oh, there's a little robot in my house helping me out. Right. I mean, that, that's a little more approachable than I'm this weirdo guy that's on an island that is saving random bad Nintendo characters. Yeah, I'm looking for <laughs> Birdo's specific uh, effects. Just yeah. leave it at that. <laughs> um, Yay. Yeah. But uh, it, it's a really charming, um, just fun game. Uh, I think Johnny talked a little bit about this recently, or maybe it was at E3, I can't remember specifically, but... Yeah, it all blows again. Yeah, it sure does. But it was it was something about um, how it's how the perspective is so interesting. I think it was when he was talking about Deadly Creatures recently, and I, yeah. I fully yeah. agree with him. It's, it's very cool to experience kind of a normal house from this tiny little uh, robot's perspective you, mm-hmm. you'll look at something like the stairs and it seems so uh, insurmountable it just you have to you know, come up with this elaborate way just to make your way up there it's never mm-hmm. easy because you're so small um, and, and that's pretty much carried throughout the whole game uh, you're constantly trying to accomplish goals which are things that seem like such simple things for a human being but are so complicated for for chibi Robo there. Mm. Aww. But <laughs> anyway, there, there's a one song in this game. Uh, I'm not sure if it's in the U.S. version, but uh, the Japanese soundtrack has um, has a song that's very much in the style of "I Am Impact" um, from uh, Goemon, um, which is kind of a longtime theme for uh, radio trivia. <laughs> so um, I'd like to go out on that. Uh, <laughs> Nice. Yeah. It was a. It's a very interesting song. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. So, uh, thank you all for listening. Um, oh, by the way, before we do that, what's the answer to the bonus question? Oh yeah. Um, you are looking for a safe combination because you need to find uh, Giga Robo's leg. So. Giga Robo. He's like Chibi well, Robo, but Giga. Size. Well, I think I think. Giga Robo would like this song, so um, <laughs> I bid you all adieu. Thank you for for hosting with me, Nick. Oh, thanks was, for having me. It was me. a pleasure. Yeah, it was uh, and, great uh, to do this finally. All right, let's go, Space Hunter Gichoman. <laughs> <laughs>
Kong Country 3 is copyright 1996 Nintendo Rare. Legacy of Ease Books 1 and 2 is copyright 1989 to 2009 Interchannel Inc. Nihon Falcom Corporation. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is copyright 1992 Sega. Space Station Silicon Valley is copyright 1998 DMA Design Take 2 Interactive. Chibi Robo Plug Into Adventure is copyright 2005-2006 Nintendo. Space Station Silicon Valley. Ah, I did it again. <laughs> <laughs>